Meeting is started. Hey, Ann, will you mute everyone, please? Yep, and Paul, you can go ahead and unmute yourself now. Yes, can you hear me? Yes. Yeah, I got you. Well, you want to start the meeting? Yes, yeah, Carl's yeah, yeah, going to. This is a regular gar oh, call. Go ahead, Carl. Hey, Paul. Hey, everyone. Hey, my name's Carl. I'm an alcoholic. Welcome to Paul H.'s Reflection on the 12 Steps. Uh, this is not an AA meeting, just one member's take on the exact nature of the wrong, as stated in Step 5 and described on page 64 of the Big Book. This is not an all-share meeting, rather a Q&A with Paul, sharing his experience with the solution for the 12 Steps. This is being streamed live on Facebook and is being recorded. It will be archived on Paul's website, denbitchlap.com where you will also find books, videos, t-shirts, and other stuff. Uh, Paul hosts these on Tuesdays and Thursdays at this time, 10.30 a.m. Pacific, 1.30 Eastern, 6.30 p.m. in the UK. And he also leads two non-duality discussions on Wednesdays and Saturdays. And those details will be posted in the chat and are also available at zenbitchlap.com. Uh, today's readings, a reading is a big book, the last paragraph, on page 75 and the first two paragraphs on page 76. <clears throat> and this is uh, right after taking the fifth step. Returning home, we find a place where we can be quiet for an hour, carefully reviewing what we have done. We thank God from the bottom of our heart that we know him better. Taking this book down from our shelf, we turn to the page which contains the 12 steps. Carefully reading the first five proposals, we ask if we have omitted anything, for we are building an arch to which we shall walk a free man at last. Is our work solid so far? Are the stones properly in place? Have we skimped on the cement put into the foundation? Have we tried to make mortar without sand? If we can answer to our satisfaction, we then look at step six. We have emphasized willingness as being indispensable. Are we now ready to let God remove from us all the things which we have admitted are objectionable? Can he now take them all, every one? If we still cling to something we will not let go, we ask God to help us be willing. When ready, we say something like this. My creator, I am now willing that you should have all of me, good and bad. I pray that you now remove from me every single defective character which stands in the way of my usefulness to you and my fellows. Grant me strength as I go out from here to do your bidding. Amen. We have then completed step seven. Over to you, Paul. All right, well, Paul Alcoholic. Uh, first off, this isn't uh, an AA meeting, and uh, just so that there's no confusion there. Just a member's view of the program, and mostly from... Uh, the diagnosis of the root of the problem or the problem. It has no root, really. <laughs> uh, this uh, That's captured for me in page 64 in a sentence around the third paragraph, which is being convinced, which is a requirement for a number of the beginning steps, for sure. Being convinced. So one of the definitions is to believe with certainty. 
So how would I come to that belief with certainty would be reflecting on my life while I was running around crazy and then actually reflecting on my life before I was running around crazy. What was the source of irritability, restlessness and discontent that was starting to stir up when I was like seven, eight years old? So uh, to me, there's some other people coming through on the thing. I got it. The point for me is uh, there are a lot of ways of elongating and, and making more thorough or more specific the, the steps. But uh, when I was in recovery, I came in, no one really shared the exact nature of the wrong. It was sort of a ego, maybe, uh, whatever, but it never was a, I, it wasn't a clear, in my view, there wasn't a clear uh, description of the exact nature of the wrong. And then I, but you would see this word self quite a lot, obviously. I think it's more, there's more, the word self is in there more than God in a way. And because really what we need to know is uh, what was playing God in our lives before we enter recovery so that we can see the effects of a new employer or let's say a new God directing our lives. There's got to be a, a a day of reckoning about the old God, my feeling, or we'll run into that statement just before the main principle of AA, which is, you know, we got to quit playing God. It didn't work. So obviously there is, there has been a playing God. And uh, it's, we need to, I feel, it's nice to have a clarity about just what or who is playing God. Yeah, because how we, if it's Stanley playing God, how are you going to quit playing God if you're you Paul? You're going to go to Stanley. You know what I mean? Uh -huh. I, can't, I can hope that Stanley will stop playing God, but the idea that I'm going to quit playing God is, is basically implying, knowingly or not, that it's me, Paul, that's doing it. The innermost of Paul, that the essence of Paul is fucking up. Was yes, in a weird way, because how could if I wasn't doing the quit playing God, then how could I quit playing God? Yeah, but with the recognition of the feeling of the exact nature of the wrong, which has brought all the other views I have about all the other steps and everything else, is that there's something going on that's sort of like a foreign activity in us. And the best way to image it is sort of in nature, like a parasitical takeover. There's something living in the host that the host is not aware of. And the, that thing that's living through the host has a lot more influence than the host is led on to know. <laughs> yeah. And the host having self-centeredness to begin with, constantly keeps thinking it has to do with everything. It's it's the one that did everything, is doing everything, will be doing everything. So that extreme self-centeredness disguises uh, the parasite beautifully because it manifests through us, but we don't recognize 
the source of the manifestation, we identify as the source of the manifestation. So when we do an inventory and we look at self's manifestations, we walk out of that inventory still calling them ours, usually. Yeah, so what happened? <laughs> We've done a thorough review. We've looked at the unsaleable goods, <laughs> but we didn't look at the ownership of the fucking store. Yeah. So you can move the store, get a whole new product line, stop selling shoes and start selling clothes, but it, the, the, the life of the business is going to go a very similar way because the same owner's there. Yeah, so, so, I I don't you know, I just see it as such an influential, uh, seeing it and not seeing it are both incredibly influential. Yeah, because if I keep calling the manifestations of what defeats me mine, I'm gonna be continually defeated by that, <laughs> because. <laughs> the whole relationship changes with my. I mean, we used to do a simple, when we had the workshops, the four set workshops, we would just do a simple thing with three words, you know, important words in everyone's life. Let's say money, health, yeah, uh, relationships, all right? And then let everyone just sit for a second with that. Because there's a reaction to those words. And then put the word my in front of them. My money. My health. My relationships. It freaking changes the whole meaning of what comes after it. Yeah? Well, that's what's going on all day. There's something, there's a feeling that's not true. That we're the doer and the thinker and the seer and the hearer and the feeler. And it's not based on fact. It just keeps running the whole story just resting on that giant assumption. And very rarely do we get to notice it. We don't. Yeah, We just live from the assumption. And living from the assumption allows a lot of false evidence to appear to be us, first of all. And therefore, as it says in the book, we can't discriminate true from false. Why is that? How can we be in such a condition where we can't discriminate between what's true and what's false? Because we're not clear here. Yeah? How are you going to be clear out there if you're not clear here? Yeah? My feeling. So, I'm just putting it to myself. There's no wiggle room. They're either your manifestations or something else's manifestations. It's not like a fucking hybrid situation. It's some of me, some of it, some of this, some of that. Yeah? Is it Stanley's manifestations or Paul's manifestations? And do I do an inventory on Paul's manifestations or Stanley's? I do an inventory on Stanley's manifestations because I need to see the difference between Paul and Stanley because I'm obviously not clear about that. Yeah? I'm not. Because I keep calling Stanley's manifestations mine. I can't, how, do you need to go a 30-page explanation for the problem that tells you right there? Yeah? If I read the statement, being convinced that self manifested in various ways. So wait a minute. The, the manifestations of various ways are of self. Yeah? 
Or if they were mine, it would have been Paul manifesting in various ways is what defeated Paul. It doesn't say that. It doesn't. It's, and it doesn't have a blank and you fill in your name. It has something there and it's called self. Yeah? Being convinced that self, uh, all right, manifested in various ways. We're not going to go into all the manifestations. We're just going to look at the, some common ones, yeah? So manifested in various ways is what has defeated us. That's the point of being convinced. Are you or not? Yeah. And the thing is, what says it's not convinced isn't you. That's the great news. Because I truly believe most of us haven't have been under enough research. Yeah. It's way past due to recognize something has and is defeating us in our own lives. That's not of us. I don't think you need to add any. If you do, great, go out, you know. But I figure, man, maybe we're at that turning point where we stop calling Stanley's shit my shit, yeah? <laughs> and let's do an inventory and let's, you know, let's bring in the true owner of the fucking unsellable goods, yeah? The true owner, not you, but self. Let it get the bill, yeah? Yeah. Let it get the foreclosure. Let it get the fucking, yeah, get fired. I don't know. Tim, I do know. This changed my whole view of everything in life, really. But it, especially in this, in this community. Yeah. And one thing, I've been persistent. I've been sharing it for I don't know how many years. Yeah. And it, I learned quickly, it doesn't matter how it goes. It matters that I put it out, yeah? So I'm just putting it out, and thank God, you know, I've been offered this platform, and I use the platform to put out the same, same, same. Because I truly believe if you don't see it, you're going to be looking from it. You're going to be looking, you're, you're going to be looking at life from under the, the old employer, Yes? The other, that thing, that which is playing God. Yeah. And it's going to affect, it's going to affect your decision to turn your will and life over to the care of a higher power. It's going to affect a lot of, a lot of, a lot of stuff. It's usually influential. Yeah. Usually. So we're offering a diagnosis. To me, ego is proven not to be us by the statement in our language, I have an ego. Who is it that has the ego? Yeah? And I've lost an ego. Who is it that lost the ego? That's where the self, the bondage of self is. Because having an ego, there's bondage of self. Losing an ego, there's bondage of self. Because the same imaginary one is prior to both those conditions. Having and losing. That's the bondage of self. Yeah. And it's an activity that's we're representing, unbeknownst truly to us most of the time. Yeah. And people call me or get in touch with me. Keep it simple. Hey, if it's fucking working, then keep it simple for you. I see too many people producing misery and shit in our community at a ripe old age of 40 years of being sober. Yeah. So, yeah, the solution is simple, but the problem may not be. 
because it's disguising itself in our lives. It's not only fear that's a thread that runs through the fabric of our existence, it's the manifestations of self, yeah? And you know, if you, if you quack and you walk like a duck, you're a fucking duck, yeah? Yeah. Try it. Just, and if it doesn't work, then far out. Do whatever works for you. Yeah? It's just like when I was young, you know, I was wayward. So my mother, my mother got in touch with her brothers and uncles and everything like that to try to help her wayward son. And so these older guys to me, I was only like 16 or 17, would come and talk to me and they would they would be talking to me about all the shit I I needed to do to be where they were but I didn't want to be where they were there was no attraction there so when they talked to me I was like oh yeah yeah but I don't want what you have yeah that's the point you know to watch someone that the problem does not exist for them is fucking attractive to me. It is. Yeah? A person after 30 years who's totally consumed by anxiety and resentment, that's not attractive to me. It isn't. I don't care how many years. I don't want 30 years. <laughs> I don't care. I want today. Yeah? And I think there's a possibility of being like a free-range alcoholic. Yeah, you were saddled with this predilection, but now you've seen it, you've seen through it, and it's not the dominant influence in your life. Yeah. You know, a, a solution that's truly not a solution is going to show its failure sooner or later yes it's going to be it's going to demand more and more and more whatever to maintain this little bit of a solution to me this is a real solution because it doesn't demand more vigilance and concentration and focus it's more very much more relaxed yeah very much more free yeah you don't lock the tool shed. The tools are available. When the shit hits the fan, you know how to sort of clean the mess up and shit like that and see your role in it. Yeah. But I don't want to be a master of, you know, running through the hallway of shit and fan. I want to just know, hey, I know my role that that hallway of shit and fans always turns on when I go into it. Maybe I have a big role in the hallway of shit and fans. Yeah, okay. I don't, and it's not me that has that role. Bye-bye. The hallway of shit and fans, no matter what title's on the door, isn't interesting to me. Oh, let's go back to the old hallway of shit and fans. No, I don't care. Yeah. So yes, you know, man, it's funny, people working, you know, maybe trying to refine the solution and amplify the solution and go over every letter of the solution, why not get clear about the freaking problem? Yeah? 
Don't be a part of the problem. Yeah, hiding in the solution, but be clear about the problem. Yeah, and then the solution, you'll see the validity of the solution so clearly. Yeah, because it's the bondage of self we need relief from. We need relief from the bondage of self. That sounds like an activity, yes? I need relief of an ongoing activity called the bondage of self. Where, how is it? Can you tell me one way I could maybe see that in action? Yeah, looking at self's manifestations and calling them yours is an act of being bond, bound to self. Yes? You want to see others? Start there. I don't have a clue what you're talking about. Check it out. Read page 64 and do one line of an inventory. Instead of holding it as your resentment, hold it as resentment. Yeah? See what happens. And then see the role in the fourth column. Self-centeredness, self-seeking, self-frightened, and inconsiderate and dishonesty, which come from the self-seeking and frightened and fucking selfishness. Yeah? There you go. You've done an inventory. The resentment, your role in it isn't that big. <laughs> Self has the big role in it. <laughs> the fourth column doesn't say, Paul, Paul, inconsiderate dishonesty. It says self-seeking, self-seeking, selfishness, self-seeking and frightened is inconsiderate dishonest. Doesn't mention Paul whatsoever, really. <laughs> we go over the fourth column self 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 and then we're Paul again <laughs> I just saw my role in things when are you going to see self's role in things yeah if you look at your role in things you're going to see self's role in things it has a big role, yeah? Especially with an addict and an alcoholic. I mean, it's so, it's fucking obvious after a while, yeah? It sticks out when you do inventories, yeah? You know how it feels when self's starting to get up, get behind the steering wheel. You get a little agitated, yeah, your breath gets shorter, you're fucking seeing threats, you know what I mean? <laughs> Who am I going to blame when this doesn't work? <laughs> Someone caused this powerlessness. It isn't my inherent dilemma being bonded to the idea of self. No, she's keeping me disempowered or whatever. It's all mistake. Mistake after mistake. Yeah. Well, thank you. Thanks so much for this uh, opportunity. I mean, we're going to, I've done my job, you know, we put this message out, there'll be, the best of Paul will, will be here when I pass away. <laughs> but, but as a seat assignment, I feel like I fulfilled the mission, you know, I have, and people have allowed me these platforms, and I'm very grateful, but uh, yeah. 
It's just, it's not for anyone or everyone, but for some of us, you know, I used to do workshops around the world, really, fourth step workshops, and I would, there would be patterns of people I'd see, and I'd see people with like 10 to 14 or 15 years, and they were starting to need something that they didn't seem to f see in AA, yeah? I kept, would keep hearing it, yeah? They felt like they needed a little more something, yeah? And so I recognize that. But what the beautiful thing is, I don't want to leave AA to find something. I want that to find something and bring it back to AA. <laughs> That's what I want, yeah? Because the idea of non-duality fits incredibly perfectly with recovery. Because the whole dilemma is the bondage of self, and in non-duality there isn't one. <laughs> <laughs> so talking about a seemingly hopeless state of mind and body and a hopeless state of mind and body, it's that extreme, yeah? That the self, the whole bondage of self doesn't have any existence of its own. It's us lending it existence, yes? And with the help of grace and another power and some willingness, that can be altered and changed. Yeah, so that instead of being directed by self, we can be directed by what we call a higher power. And then hopefully judge the tree by its fruits, you know. And then you'll have the eyes to see what are your manifestations and what are self's manifestations. You will, yeah. And hopefully you'll grow more and more into what, if you want to call it your manifestations, and less and less of self's manifestations, yeah. That's called outgrowing fear and outgrowing this and outgrowing that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, you know, the, the condition I'm in now, after 30-something years of recovery, you know, when I got hit with this idea, when I got struck sober, I never had a strong feeling and thought about drinking or using again, but there was a lot of fucking chaos and anxiety spinning out for the first years. Yeah, I had been, I had been really demoralized and beaten, and living in that extreme anxiety over and over again. I was fucked up. Yeah, my nervous system was shot. I was, I had a vague paranoia underneath underneath situations that called for trust or intimacy. And there was a lot of stuff that uh, needed to be undone and to be worked on, yeah? And the program of living, this design for living, allowed a lot of those knots to be loosened, yeah? And I learned how to face life successfully here. And I've uh, I've come to a point of contentment and satisfaction, not as an external or based on an external condition, but more living from it, yeah? A contentment and satisfaction, which I hadn't had since I was probably six years old, yeah? And it's been, it's become the new norm for years. For years, years, yeah? And I've moved, different places, but that hasn't moved, yeah? 
I've been in different countries, but that hasn't been in different countries, yes? It's always been available at all times, right where I am. I think that's profound. And it comes from recognizing, I believe, the root of the problem. Yeah, because I don't see how the pro the problem won't exist for you can stabilize if the problem still exists as you. I just don't see it happening. Yeah, I think it has to go from and you know experiences of the problem not existing for you to the state of the problem doesn't exist as you. I just believe it. I believe there's more there's more waves to recovery than the first peop the people could catch with four years of sobriety. I do. I think there's more tides in and out than they have they ever witnessed. Seriously. Yeah. So I believe, yes, we have to take responsibility, but it doesn't stop there. You start realizing what's actually accountable for the defeat, and it wasn't you. So you don't have to carry that guilt and shame for 30 years in recovery believing you were the one who manufactured all that misery. You weren't. Something manufactured that misery through you. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. The, the depth and, and the height of the solution can extend with the recognition of the exact problem. Seriously. Basically, the height of the building is based on the soundness of the base. Yeah. Truly, right? <laughs> so as far as you can go is where you start from. If you start as the problem from the problem, there's going to be a lot of problem. Yeah? Yeah. I don't see how you... Mm. All right, thanks. Thanks, Paul. Uh, Helen has her hand up. Helen, do you have a question for Paul? Or share or anything. Hi, Paul. Helen? Hey, it's Helen, yeah. How are you? Um, Good, are you? Uh, I want to pick up on something that you mentioned the other uh, night, and uh, and it was about uh, it, it. I need to sort of unravel it from what you said, and it really hit home about you, you spoke about um, the, there was quite trivial things that you you mentioned. That's in your words, they were quite trivial, and it was when he was um, in a massage class. And it was sort of really, really hot, and you couldn't put fans on. That happened. That happens a lot with me, and all the time. And I always thought it was bound up in some sort of like self mutilation. I've been through a lot of self mutilation in the past with excess addiction and bulimia, and a lot of addiction in the past. And I always thought it was bound up with that that I had to punish myself and in some some sort of strange, twisted way. Yeah. And it's and it's it's in my everyday, in my everyday language, in my everyday action. Sometimes I'm doing something small. I'm sort of mending something. 
And I know full well there's an easy way to do it, but no, I'll grit my teeth and I'll do it the hardest, hardest way. Yeah. And that, and that in reflection, always after the event, you know, and um, it's sort of a self, I don't know, it's just making it too hard. I have to make it too hard all the time. And, and with you mentioning it, I thought, oh, I wonder if that is sort of, that is bound up with the, the, the self, but I couldn't, thought about it later and I couldn't really connect self into that. Yes. It must be, it has to be, but I couldn't connect it. It, it has to be, but I yes. couldn't see how that would manifest. Or, and you did mention that it's um, um, a, a mechanic and I could see it being that as, as a mechanical thing. Yeah. that I am identifying with as mine, but it's too bound up in it for me to pull out of it and recognise it as being a self. And it's quite but torturous you, at times. You are right now. You're recognising it now. Okay. You just shared a recognition of it right now. <laughs> That's what you just did. Yeah, so it's the process is is a present tense verb right now yeah that bondage is is not you honey you've been the head has a judgment about itself as you that uh you're not gonna it's not gonna uh give you probation yeah oh no you know it's not it it uh no matter what expense you have to pay for it to be right, it wants to, to go that way. But now it's changing, yeah? That tight-fittingness of the bondage is loosening. So it's great. Hallelujah. Yeah? And now you're starting to notice its little patterns, yeah? I was always amazed there was years ago when the computers started, yes? These people had a huge heist where they just took like a quarter of a penny out of every transaction. But, you know, so no one ever missed it, but it ended up to, this is sort of like the bondage of self in a way. Yeah. It's just, just a little uh, bit, a little bit. A little being bit. Able to, you know, you have the ability to reach 12 feet. It lets you go maybe six feet. Yeah. So it's playing God. Don't you see? And this is where that statement is so profound in the big book. We have to quit playing God. It doesn't work. The great news is, is that we're not doing that. There's something doing it. And thank God it's not us. Yeah. So, because when you take the, the sense of it being us away, it's house of cards it's, uh, <laughs> gets seen through much easier. Yeah. And this is what's happening, honey. And, you're going to be, you know, it's like somebody who's got something on their chest. They've never been able to take a deep breath. Well, you're going to take a lot of deep breaths. Yeah. You're going to be able to really relax and stuff because this bondage is loosening. Yeah. See, let's say something has a chokehold on you. It doesn't kill you, but it tightens you up. So you're feeling constricted all the time. This is sort of like the bondage of self. Yeah? yeah. And because it doesn't allow us to really imagine or entertain a lot of possibilities, 
we're in a state of uh, of not knowing what's going on, so it keeps going on. Yeah. So part and parcel of the of the uh, responsibility of spiritual awakening is to see what you really didn't want to see. Yeah. <laughs> and you know there is a a time where stuff that was being kept down and hidden in the closet, so to speak, finally gets its moment out in the stage. And it's great because all, all of that closure and, and boxing up and everything gets broken and that energy gets fucking reclaimed and used in a much more, a much clearer, more expansive way. Yeah. I find the higher power, it's sort of like love demanding itself from us, yeah. It just demands the best out of us. But so, the, maybe the first few operations are scary, but once you realize the, the uh, intention of that which is operating on you, you let go, you open up, and let the fucking operation continue, yeah. Can I ask one more question? Yeah, Helen, uh, you can ask me questions all day. Uh, I've been uh, as as a it's, it's another this is another excess and another addiction that is obviously the spiritual path and that, that's been there for years and years and years. And at times, it's greatly interested me. It took me off into quantum quantum mechanics. Um, space time you know what what the masses have said about it and i've found it thrilling and really really thought-provoking uh and it's filled my whole time at times that is now starting to fall away because this the questions that were there before are starting to fall away too so i'm just a bit thinking well I'm starting to think what is going to replace it I don't want someone else to come in that's going to obsess me that I don't really need in my life I'm trying to keep my life simple yes. but it's this bit well, that's this, honey if you seem to lean one way you can lean the other just trust the process okay yeah you're in good hands literally you are <laughs> see the clay thinking it's already a complete uh, a complete piece resists the artists yeah but we're like the clay and it's not done with you seriously yeah I for, like for, personally in this life you know after the last relationship I was very you know, I was ready to ride into the you know, into the sunset by myself, you know, and then life had something else in store for me. And I met a lovely woman, Amelia, who you've seen. And, uh, and uh, all I knew when I got that invitation from life, I had gotten many from that source of life and I just fucking trusted it. And I went for it. And I, and a lot of, you know, much the better for just following it yeah yeah so you're getting invitations honey just respond with a yes and see how it goes yeah honey i've been i've watched you and uh yeah this the uh yeah the self beating up on itself 
and you being like being sat on both of those uh, activities is over yeah you're gonna it's lifting and you're gonna be able there'll be a new expression yeah and hopefully a new attitude and a new outlook and a new freedom and a new happiness so yeah yeah I'm looking forward. I hope you keep coming back and report back. And I'm looking forward to watch your uh, the, that whole space around you get lighter and brighter. Yes? Because the idea of it being withheld is over. It's been seen through. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's great, Helen. Thank you. Thank you for Thank all, you. The, all your uh, support and stuff. No, thank you. Thank you, Paul. You're very beautiful. Thank you. Thanks, Helen. R. Nixon, you're up next. Yeah, am I unmuted? Yes. Yes, we can hear you. You'll have to unmute again. Uh, we lost yeah. him, I guess. Can you hear me? Yep. Yes. Nice one. Paul, um, you may have spoken about it today, but my phone cut off um, during the call. And this idea about self, um, are we, are you, how can I phrase this question? Is it on the premise that what you can see, if you can view it, if you can hear it or see it, then that self? Uh, no, no. Do what I'm, first of all, I don't, uh, like the word self, but it's we're speaking in recovery, so I use it. I like to make it more of a verb called selfing. Selfing. Yeah. So the thing that we're listening to play in our head seemingly all day is selfing. Yeah. Its whole uh, narration is based on you being the doer, the thinker, the feeler, the one that's conscious. Yes. Mm. Yes, and represented yeah. the body. Yeah. So this is the sense of self, but it's produced by selfing. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. So just to bring it down to looking at or just hearing a snippet of the narration up there during the mm. day. There was a great master from Chinese Zen called Huang Po. And he made a very beautiful statement. He says, whatever can be perceived cannot be perceiving. Mm. Yeah? So if that's true, then the head's narrative is completely ass backwards. Because the head's narrative pictures the perceiving to be this. That Paul, this thing is that which is perceiving. Now, mm. I see that as a beautiful correction of a very long-lasting mistake. <laughs> <laughs> 
And it's not you doing it, you see? It's mechanical. It's almost like we all entered a, a new atmosphere, and as we were entering the atmosphere, they all they gave us helmets, and we put these helmets on, and that helmet was... There was the channel of self-centeredness playing, yeah? Mm. So now we forgot that it's a helmet and we take it to be ourself <laughs> and we're listening to a story from the helmet <laughs> about the being the one who's seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching. Yet that which is perceiving must be that which is seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching. And that which can be perceived, which is the body, cannot possibly be doing the perceiving. So you see, mm. so in a way, there's been great masters have that who have uh, just negated the whole assumption that our our ongoing narration is based on. Yeah, right. That's yeah, yeah. Cool. So that to me. The selfing is the feeling of being the doer when doing is noticed, yeah? The feeling of being the thinker when thinking is noticed. The feeling, the feeling of being the seer when seeing is happening, you know? And the same thing with hearing and tasting, everything. All these verbs are used to imply a noun, yeah? That, to me, is the bondage of self. Right. Bound to that idea of noun and being hooked on all the, let's say, platforms like the little interior Facebook and everything else that's playing and being hooked into all of those algorithms because they all are represented to be about you, the you that we're not. Yeah. So that to me is the obsession with self is all that being adhered to all that, that activity to the point where we're really out to lunch because we're listening <laughs> to the narration more than responding to life. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So, and so without, that, without that responding to life, a lot of shit comes up in that huge gap, which causes a, a irritability, restless and discontent. So we have to do extreme shit to feel fucking alive, you know? Because we feel like we're dead because for all intents and purposes, we are. We're, we're seemingly dead to the spirit. Yeah. And incredibly alive in the mental condition. It's crazy. Yeah. But you it seems to me that it's almost like a choice that you can either experience this all on the premise that yourself, or it all just has to pass through you if you're living as... Yes. A verb, so to speak. Well, yes. Well, it passes through you no matter what. Yeah. What happens is the interest and attention doesn't pass through. It gets stuck in the narration of its Paul. So now life is happening, doesn't go. Life is happening to me. So basically, everything keeps going through, but the interest and attention gets sort of sucked up into this little orbit. Mm. Yeah? So it go basically ahead. just just basically relives the past all fucking day. <laughs> mm. <laughs> you know, who wouldn't want to get out of that? But the problem is we try to get out of that as that. See, that's the big dilemma. I think it's the desire to get out of it. I never had a question about that. I mean, 
I, 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 I believe that has a firm basis to want to get out of that shit. The problem is the system has us captured. So we, we try to get out of the system as the system. That's where the dilemma lies. Yeah? I don't think addicts are insane. I think they're just misdirected. I mean, there's a discomfort that's indicating something, but then it's misread. Yeah, because the self claims to be the one. And so now you you get caught in the net of self trying to get out of self. Yeah, you may have an idea of self, but the other idea of self you're calling Paul or or. uh, And so you're caught seemingly. Yes. Mm. Yeah. So but that first that first urge to get out, I'm all for. I think that's a valid fucking <laughs> Move. Man, I'm scared when people are totally okay with this. I'm really scared of those people. I don't want to meet them in an authoritarian position because it's going to happen. Because they got some shit to work out and they're probably going to work it out on you. <laughs> That's scary. So I'd much rather be in a room full of addicts and recovered, hopefully, and drug addicts and alcoholics because. Yeah, they've recognized something. They just haven't recognized some other things. Yeah. Yeah. Sure, man. (laughs) Scary people haven't recognized anything. That's really scary. (laughs) Yeah, that's really, really scary. Yeah, thanks, bro. Yeah. Nice one, man. Thank you. Uh, Jack, what's up next? Jack. Hey, Paul. Jack. Hey, how are you? Good. I'm I in a bad spot. Yeah, I'm in a bad spot, so the video's off. All right. Um, my signal isn't that strong, but. Yeah, I was thinking as a uh, exercise uh, to read how it works again, and everywhere it says self, insert the word Stanley. Yeah, it'll go. A, it'll go a long way. See that if you follow these ideas, they'll verify themselves because you'll get relief from the problem. You will. Yeah. Call I it Stanleys, it. yeah. I let. Uh, hopefully, there's no Stanleys here, but I, I've always used the word Stanley. I don't know. I just like it. So, <laughs> yeah. Here's one sentence: Above everything, we alcoholics must be rid of this Stanley. We yeah. must. Or he, we must, or he kills us. <laughs> well, that's good news because you're not Stanley. That's the great news of the message, really. Yeah, 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 man. Uh, when it's you, how it's going to be? A lot of people get to that point that they have to get rid of it, and they kill them fucking selves. Yeah, right. that's that. what's scary about being occupied by Stanley. It can take you to a point where you don't see it as other, and basically the whole show has to shut down to get some relief. I've seen it a lot of times, so. 
I have, I have too. It's, uh, it's, it's not, uh, it's, it's not good. Sad. Yeah, because the thing is, we can get a lot of relief from a lot of the problems, but the problem can withstand a lot of solutions because it's the act of being identified. Yeah, it's a tricky. See, I never, cocaine, I never, you know, I always use the example of doing massive amounts of coke and just loving the hell out of it. But I never, not one moment, but think I was cocaine. It was a very clear, so the real root of the problem could withstand incredible extreme addic addictions and still be Paul. <laughs> it's amazing, you know? So I think, uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, I've been, uh, so I've been coming to the, to the live Zooms for close to a year now. I think it's coming up on a year. And, uh, I go to a lot of live meetings where I am right now, and uh, I've very subtly uh, tried to carry this message as, as I've understood it uh, from you, but very subtly. And sometimes it's kind of like throwing a uh, 10 pound bag of shit against the wall, if you know what I mean. <laughs> and uh, just to, just to, um, just to identify self as a problem and, and, and a separate entity is, uh, can be a very tricky thing to do. And it, I've, I've found, and again, I've only done this subtly, but it definitely makes people in meetings, uh, it, it can make them uncomfortable. But then there seem to be other people that that, uh, that, that grab onto it, you know? Yeah, I do know. Yeah, yeah. But it's so not a separate entity in a way. We just picture it this way. It's just a mental activity. Right. It, it, it uses the idea of being an entity to thrive in. That's its Petri dish, really. It's, right. Yeah, it, it uses, because it can always remember itself by picturing itself as this body, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. So it the body plays a very useful function in its little event. Yeah. But yeah, just uh this isn't uh this isn't a proselytizing, it never works. Yeah, <laughs> you just put out you just put out what's working for you and let go of the results. Yeah. Right. right. But the one thing that I ran into is I believe people have the right to hear possibilities. Exactly. So I'm going to put it out there and whatever they do with it, I don't know. I don't care in a way, but I do believe people have the right to hear possibilities. Yeah. And so, yeah, who better to bring a possibility to, to the community than one of the people from the community? Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Well, uh, Thanks for your uh, compassion in carrying this message, Paul. I appreciate it. Well, thank you, bro. It's been a pleasure to meet you and uh, and seeing you in all your little locations from the <laughs> it'll Zoom. Be, it'll be changing soon. <laughs> oh, good, good. I, I sort of enjoy all the cars, trucks that aren't moving and dark fucking, you know, tool <laughs> sheds and other 
other little underneath someone's bed while they're sleeping, doing a little Zoom. <laughs> uh oh, they're waking up. <laughs> so that's Thank good you. to see you, Jack. Travel well, eh? Yeah. Right, thanks. thanks, brother. Bye. Thanks, Jack. Ann has a question. Oh, Ann, yes. Oops, I keep getting on mute or muted. Hey, Paul, I'm going back to your, um, you know, your original riff, and you're talking about the my resentments, and and by removing that I, how powerful it is, and I did that. Yeah. And 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 then and then I took it and 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 put it into all these aspects of my life. Right. And, 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 and just watched any attachments fall before they could begin. I'm having a problem. So my, this is really a practical or a technical question. Maybe you can help with it's the child of mine. I don't know how to refer to her now. You know, I've, I've removed, the oh, yeah, my, I don't, I removed the my, when I talked to her, I've removed the, um, her, the name, the given name, you know, just to kind of push this message further yeah. into her. But if I'm having a conversation, like I want to talk to you about this creature that came out of me, I don't know what the heck to say. Well, <laughs> he'll come to you. <laughs> Here I am thinking you're going to have my solution. Okay. It'll come to you. It's yeah. I, part of, you know, when you see, you know, the idea of being convinced or being leave with certainty, that was also the requirement of the prior employer, the, pli the prior God, being convinced. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And believing with certainty. So this is, so when things are changing, yeah, there's, uh, a large part of the dance floor is uncertain, which is awesome because then things become revelatory. You don't know how to fit around this situation. You don't know, and yet you find out. This is a new way of living, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. But don't don't believe that the first being convinced is when we come into recovery. We've been we have been in a state. We aren't. But a state has been built in us of a being convinced of certain things that are not true. Yes? And believing with fucking certainty, which was completely based on false assumptions. So everything they say, there's a priorness that had the same conditions, but it was to another God, so to speak. Yeah? So what we're changing here is the God. We're not changing, you know, the conditions because they both are necessary. To more necessary to believe bullshit than what's real. There's a whole, but so the being convinced doesn't be, you're not thoroughly convinced every day for 40 years. It becomes a state because you're resting in something that's sound. But the other bullshit is constantly working to keep you in the state of being convinced. Yes? That's why the selfing, 
That's why there's so much obsession with self. It, it's there to reinforce the idea of being self because the idea of being self cannot stand on its own for long. It can't. Yeah? So it's constantly being reinforced with obsession with self. So all these statements about the prior condition you need to be in is based also on the, per, the prior conditions you used to be in. Mm-hmm. With this fucking other God, which is the God of self. This isn't new. This idea of turning your willy life over to the care of, that happened before. <laughs> and it didn't even it didn't even it didn't even go through the pretense of a decision. It just fucking took it. Yeah? Mm-hmm. All the same, it's the exact same thing. If the difference is it's a new employer. You're still going to be used, but you were used by an old employer that didn't treat you that fucking well. And now you're going to be used by a new employer. But the idea of being employed is is continual. Yeah. So you as the big source and the big doer and the big alpha and omega is complete baloney. We're being led by energy or something all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you. That's the point that, like Jesus supposedly said, you can't really judge. You can't see the tree, but you judge the tree by the fruit. Yeah. So you judge the new employer by the fruit, and we can really have a comparison because we have a lot of the old fucking fruit. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So when we get the new fruit, it's a pretty strong contrast. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And of course, we keep getting calls from the empl- old employer. It sends us tax forms because it's still calling us as a, a, a beneficiary. It's still acting as if it's running the show, but we're not living as if it's running the show. Hallelujah. Yes, we're under the new employer. The old employer never got, will never get that it's fired. It won't. It's going to keep walking into the your store thinking it runs the store. There's just you there's that there's not a belief with certainty anymore. <laughs> yeah? You've recognized something about it that it's a failed system, it's phony. Yeah? Now the old employer keeps acting like it, but you're under the effect of the new employer. Yeah. Let's be clear. We've been convinced before. <laughs> we've been we believe with certainty a lot of fucking uncertain shit. <laughs> I mean, we're fucking incredibly powerful, really. Mm-hmm. I can I can ruin my day by thinking about next week. Not many other creatures here can do that. Yeah. Really. I mean, I look at the dog we have. That dog, uh, you know, it's defined by dogness, you know. It doesn't deviate from being a dog all day. <laughs> we got this incredible head they can manufacture a story out of nothing and have you as the star of it before it even opened on Broadway. 
You know, you're living as if you're fucked when you're not. It's incredible. <laughs> I don't want that to be in my mental hands. I've seen what it's done. Yeah, I've, I've gone to, you know, pitiful, incomprehensible demoralization, believing in certainty of the, with that shit, yeah? I don't want to, I have a, a strong uh, aversion to that. <laughs> I mean, to be a real addict, you gotta be in fucking addict condition. <laughs> I mean, I'd be like a virgin. I'd be dead in a couple of hours out there. <laughs> I'm waiting. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, so yeah. That's good. I I I see. It's like that. It's I like see. that Who song. It's like the Who song, but it's a little different. Yeah, hello to the new boss, same as the old boss. In this case, it ain't same as the old boss. <laughs> it's actually truly a new boss. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Obviously, we all know that. Yeah. Yeah. So. Oh, all right. All right, so um, any, there's no more questions or any more. I had one come in while you were talking um, from Facebook. <laughs> all right. Um, <laughs> <but> <laughs> I'm questioning if my self-confidence is now true or is it selfing? And this is the disease showing itself in another form. Well, just ask who is it that thinks, who is it that has that question? Ask that. It's not you, Ann. Don't worry about it. Well, that was Facebook, not me. Oh, oh, well, that it's is, not. That is, just, that just, is, they, can ask, they can ask who is it that has that question. Yeah. And see if it's them. If it's not them, they'll lose interest in the question. And what happens when you lose in the interest in the question? you'll be gaining interest in the answer. Yeah. The answer before the question. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah. Because the question is, who is it, really? Who am I? From whence do I come? Because I sh there's sure a lot of pontificating that I'm a solid, long-lasting, independent, separate thing. And then all this shit now gets all the interest. Let's question that. Yeah. Maybe you're not as solid as you think. Yeah. Maybe you're not anything as you think, really. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I would just question who is it that has that question. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Paul, I have a practical question as well. You know, before I got into recovery, I was I was in the dark. I had no idea I was being driven myself at all. And then in recovery, you know, I've had glimpses, uh, spots of awareness, you know, kind of like the, the fluorescent light that just flickers for a while, you know. How long did it take you before the light just finally came on? And then redirecting back to the reading today, how do we use steps six and seven to, to open up the aperture to become more aware of it and to... 
but not. Well, not. yeah. Well, for, I'll go with the six and seven. Six and seven for me are, are truly the working steps when you progress in recovery. Yeah, completely. They showed you symbolically what you may go through many, many, many thousands of times on those two paragraphs. Yeah. They showed you, yeah, all right, ask this power to take all of me, the good and the bad, da, da, da. But that's obviously not the end of it. Life continues and activities continue. See, this isn't sort of like, self isn't like uh, 50 pieces that weigh a pound each and you can go through the 50 pounds and then they would be gone. It's an activity. So as long as living is going on, the activities are going on. So these activities are going to be recognized, hopefully from a point of recovery, and you'll see them as not you, and you'll bring them the step six and seven. Yeah, you'll say, hey, I feel something, and I know it's foreign, so I say, hey, I'm entirely ready to have this, what I'm feeling right now, removed. And then also, part of that is the reaction to it and everything, the whole enchilada, and I humbly ask that power to do it. And then... Basically, it's like putting out the garbage. I don't sit up all night to see when the garbage man comes. I have faith that the garbage man's going to come because he's been coming for years. So I just put it out there. So I have faith in the process. I do steps six and seven, and I continue on. Yeah, some days I never, I don't do it. Other days it comes, I see a lot of examples of alcoholism and shit like that in others or myself, and I go, hey, I'm entirely ready to have this removed and ask that power to do it. So it, always, it, con it connects right to that statement, I think, in the vision for us, which is, you know, this power is going to constantly reveal to us shit. Well, I think a lot of the shit is shit it reveals. <laughs> so you, uh, you just bring it to that that little procedure, and uh, then it's none of my business, yeah, I just do it, yeah, and I, you know, I've observed over time that things that had a pattern got reconfigured, yeah, which is awesome, yeah, because, you know, there's the rope, the rope could be full of knots, yeah, or it could be shaped as a noose, or it could be beautifully uh, made available for someone in a hole, yeah? The rope, uh, it's a rope, but it can be reconfigured, yeah? So to me, I think everything is energy, yet the mental state puts energy into patterns, and they get frozen in those patterns, and they prove maybe they were useful at one point, but they're not useful now. We've outgrown the conditions that maybe they were useful for, and so now they're unsaleable goods. No one wants them from us, yeah? So we bring them the six and seven. Get them recycled. Like, you know, if they had a big run for a while where all the they started using rubber from tires and shit and made handbags and other shit, yeah? It's sort of like that, yeah? I think life is a recycling event, yeah? So this is how we recycle in, in AA, six and seven, really. <laughs> With the premise that uh, it's not a self-help program, it's a reliance on a higher power program. So it's always, all I, my role is to see, 
And then from there, I take it to a step, yeah? Yeah, yeah. So I see that uh, I'm afraid, let's say, of not getting something I want. Well, that goes right to the third step. Am I in good hands? Yes. Am I going to be taken care of? Yes. Is it always going to look the way I want it to look? No. All right, there you go. Now you've got the eyes to see when the delivery shows up because you don't have any specific way it should be packaged. Yeah, this is how it goes. I feel. And what was the part, the part before? Carl? Just that, man. It, it seems like times that uh, I'm really plugged in and, and I can see when I'm not being authentic, you know, the self's coming in. And then there are long spells where, where, where I'm just caught up in it and it takes me a long time to recognize it. How, how long well, does it speed take before? Up. I think it's going to speed up because recovery progresses also. Yeah. Just like when you used to get high and then you didn't get high till the weekend and then you started getting high every day. The pro, you know, the addiction progressed. Well, the same thing with this, you're feeling really connected and then you're unconnected for a period of time, but you always go back to connected. Well, the unconnected period of time will shorten. Yeah. And it won't have so much, uh, fucking drama, not so much oomph. And so you'll see you're outgrowing something. Yeah. Of course, we always want to look, well, you want to look at the part we outgrew and want to outgrow more, but if you look at there was an outgrowing, there's gratitude there. Yeah. And that just has to do with the an old attitude, looking for, hey, it should be more or whatever. Well, I would use a new attitude, which is gratitude, and go, hey, shit, I'm doing a lot better than I was a year or two ago. <laughs> yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Carl and Paul, we're action figures. Yeah. We can be changed somewhat and stuff like that. But also, there's deep rooted habits and programming. Yeah. That will show themselves. And they're stubborn. Yeah. And a lot of times, we give too much meaning to them. We think they're blocking us off from a huge amount. Or if they weren't there, we'd be frolicking in heaven. It's not that big. It really isn't. Yeah. Yeah. There's always going to be things that appear in the space that we are. They are. And they're going to have seem a contractive uh, bent or an expansive bent. And you really just can't live on just one. Yeah. It's a contraction expansion event. Yeah. See, well, look at what happens with people now. They start feeling a little weird, which w would maybe be a, a beginning of a process. They don't want to go through the process, so they take a pill or something like that to change how they feel. But those processes are what happens here. You feel a little uncomfortable, and it leads to another level of, of comfort. Yeah, That's the sort of the admission. Everyone doesn't want to pay the admission. They just want to feel comfortable all the time. But growth sometimes upsets uh, the pot that you've been held in because you're outgrowing the pot. So if you look at it from the pot's point of view, it's a fucking drag. Yeah? But if you're looking at it from the plant, hey, this is growth. So, and growth is different than change because to me, everyone wants to change a lot all the time. 
But the way of life of AA is directed change. It directs the change and turns it into a growth. Yeah? And it has a direction for that growth. Growing towards the light or growing as the light. Yeah? So, I feel... Uh, you know, there's a coming to peace with the with the... You just come to peace with things here, yeah? You come to peace with the opposites. You come to peace with the, there's always a little bit of this and all of that. You know, you come to peace with it all. You're not fighting it or anything, yeah? And, uh, and really, you know, what seems to be a problem, you can arrive at it's not a problem anymore even though it's exactly like it used to be. But now it's not seen as a problem. Yeah? I feel tons of shit. My head goes crazy at times, but I'm not crazy. <laughs> My knee hurts, but I'm not the knee. Yeah? But it doesn't mean the knee doesn't hurt. And all this stuff. Yeah? But you learn how to fit yourself around circumstances, and you don't lose the, the, the sense of contentment and satisfaction. Based on the hope of gaining more, you don't. <laughs> so, yeah. The thing can come back like a fucking uh, a fury, but it doesn't have length anymore. Yeah? As it's, we have it in our house. I found it in a thrift store. Beautiful wood carving of this too shall pass. Yeah? What you are never comes, never passes. Yeah. But what you're not comes to pass all the fucking time. Yeah. You have a way of life that can, you don't, you can temper the acting out when it's blowing heavy. So there's not much debris when it stops. So you have nothing to really clean up. And, and you get to learn in a, like a tornado belt. You get to learn how to live. <laughs> and then it leads to less and less tornadoes. <laughs> Yeah, but hey, yeah. I know the head wants it to be great. Yeah, all the time. But it's, this is not how things go here. A lot of growth comes from rubbing, not the ultimate rubber of Mike, but a rubbing or a friction. Yeah, or we would just be comatose. We'd, yeah, so sort of like how you start a fire. You rub those two rocks and then a spark happens. Yeah, everyone wants the fire. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. That's how I see it today. Thanks, Paul. Yeah. No more questions. You want to say hellos and goodbyes? See, the sense of oneness accepts two-ness. It's the sense of two-ness only wants oneness, yeah? It just wants everything to be great or shit like that. It doesn't work, yeah? The oneness, in a way, I don't like the term oneness, but as this example, the oneness has acceptance of the two-ness. The two-ness has no fucking acceptance of the two-ness. It wants it one way, always great, yeah? 
you can't you know you can cut a coin a thousand times it still has two sides yeah we're in a world where this is the commerce this is the this is the way things are they're a dualistic appearance yeah things contract things expand things go up things go down things come things go yeah <laughs> yeah you learn how to live through that successfully it doesn't you don't get it to be great all the time you learn how to live with the low and the, the high tide yeah seeing it all of ocean yeah that's what happens yeah yeah so thanks Carl thank you for the service and everything man yeah yeah is that it I think or no uh, that's it. Well, let me say goodbye. I... All right, I'll start where I am. Mickey, Mickey, nice to see you, honey, as always. Thank you. Mike Z, thank you. Tommy is an open void. Fantastic. Oh, Paul, I got a shirt to show you, Paul. I don't know if you can see this one. It's death ironing out an EKG. Not bad, eh? Take that, motherfucker! <laughs> Jess from Ireland, nice to see you, Jess. Yes. We got Bev. I'm going to wear this at every meeting, Paul. You're not going to be able to beat it, I don't think. All right. We got Walter. Walter. Nice to see you, Walter. We got Mike O, always a pleasure. Uh, we got Jason from uh, California, Jason W. Nice to be, a, I love California. Beautiful day here in the north. Kana, Kana from Dublin. Nice to see you, Kana. Carl from Savannah. Kurt from Redondo Beach, fantastic. Ruby Rose from Wichita. Yes, she's one of our explorers, Zen Bitch Slap explorers. She sends reports back from the from the hinterlands. All right, we got Kieran. Nice to see you, Kieran. You got a lovely light right at, right above your head. Very cool. Looks like it's uh, giving birth to another little light on its left side. We got Jacob. Nice to see you, Jacob. Kerry, as always, Dale, nice to see you again, Dale-o. And as always, Eric from T, Toronto. Owen, nice to see you, Owen, again. Kaiser from Minnesota. Yeah, looking very suave there with his little flannel shit. Helen. Carl, very nice. Crispy. Always a pleasure. We got uh, PK from New York City. He's out. He's had enough of Long Island. He barely can move his hands. Yeah. I know what it's like. Olive. 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 Oliver. I lost the R there. I was wondering. Oliver. Nice to see you, Oliver. Stay sober today. Hallelujah. Leah. 
Fantastic. We, uh, it's going to get warm soon. It's going to get warm someday. She's like a winter model for all the winter fashions. We got Fee. Nice to see you, Fee. Suzanne, uh, the, very, the wisdom just boils out of you, Suzanne. Very nice. Verena. Mm. Yes, nice to see you, Verena. We got Jason again. Oh, you appeared twice. We got Dan H, Maggie, Jack G, Rhonda, Roman. Uh, we got, well, hold on here. We got Jody. That's about it. Did I get everyone back here? I think so. I think I covered the bases. Thank you, everyone. See you Thanks, soon. Man. Thanks, yep. Paul. Thanks, Paul.